Scripture says that God our Savior desires all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth. But what is the truth? And how do we gain that knowledge? The answer to these questions and more in today's edition of Faith with Father. Living Bread Radio presents Faith with Father, a program aimed at teaching today's culture the truth about the Catholic faith. And now here's your host, Tim Perry. Hello, and welcome to this edition of Faith with Father. I'm your host, Tim Perry, and with me today in studio is Father Nicholas Mancini, currently the pastor of Sacred Heart of Mary Parish in Louisville, and he's the spiritual director for us here at Living Bread Radio. Welcome, Father. Thank you, Tim. Pleasure to be with you again. Yeah, great to see you again. Today we're going to continue our discussion from the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, about what we believe as Catholics. And we've been talking about the Beatitudes and happiness and freedom. And uh, today the Catechism, uh, question 285, asks, what is eternal happiness? Okay, I think I'd like to begin here with a quote from St. John Vianney. Man is so great that nothing on earth can satisfy him. Only when he turns to God, he is in content. Eternal happiness, then, is seeing God and being taken up into God's happiness. In God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, there is unending life, joy, and communion. To be taken up into it will be an incomprehensible, infinite happiness for us men. This happiness is the pure gift of God's grace. For we men can neither bring it about ourselves nor comprehend it in its magnitude. God would like us to decide in favor of our happiness. We should choose God freely love him above all things, do good and avoid evil insofar as we are able. Uh, St. Augustine uh, points this out when he says, only he who made man makes man happy. So we see that uh, eternal happiness has everything to do with God. And I think it's uh, important to point out that God and heaven are outside of time. Right. So we don't, we don't, we're so caught up in being busy in our busyness of today's, uh, with our families, our jobs, our kids, our grandkids, all the business that we have, sometimes we don't take the time to realize that God's with us and that he wants our happiness for us more than anything. He wants union with us in heaven forever. Yes, and you know, this this happiness that we long for is that peace that God gives us, as we pointed out before, through the grace of the sacraments, uh, the Holy Mass, our prayer life, our devotion, our building around, you know, those that are married in that vocation, building around the structure to build a good, solid family life, that families come together in that unity to find that happiness. So many families don't have happiness because they are not based then on the love of God. You know, it's just like you said there a few moments ago. 
who's involved in basketball, who's involved in football, who's involved in soccer, uh, who's doing this, who's doing that. Uh, mom's out here, dad's working, kids are everywhere, got to go pick this one up, got to go pick that one up. We become literally slaves to modern society. And in that, we lose that happiness because here it is Sunday morning, we're too tired to do anything. So everyone's sleeping in. So church becomes secondary. God becomes secondary. And the next thing we know, we are lost in the grips of the world. And our God has become then the world for us. And then we get so involved that we forget about church. Mm -hmm. Well, I think it, it's important to note that the Ten Commandments today are as important as they've ever been. And the problem is people don't know what they are, and therefore they can't live their lives and use those as a guide. The first three focus on God. Right. And then the other ones focus on our parents and on others, mm -hmm. on on loving others and being loving to others. So happiness is where we're focusing on God and others. And then in doing that, then we become ourselves happy. That's right. You know, and we look at that because God created us as free men and wills our freedom so that we might decide wholeheartedly in favor of the good. Indeed, for the greatest good. In other words, for God. The more we do what is good, the freer we become. And I think you pointed that out. If we understand the Ten Commandments, <laughs> we understand what God wants of us in that freedom. He wants us to be happy with Him. And if we live the commandments in our lives, what greater happiness? Because we share in the love which God has given us through His Son, Jesus Christ, and the church. And a family that is based on that happiness, or an individual that is based on that happiness, finds that inner peace with the Lord. And that, I think, is a beautiful example. Once again, you know, I, I got to draw back here to Blessed John the 23rd because he brought up a good point about happiness. The one day prior to calling the council, he was looking out the window of his apartment and saw a young couple. And I mentioned this before, and I want to mention it again, because it's dealing with this. He saw that young couple sitting there in St. Peter's Square by the fountain. And they were at peace. They were happy. They were laughing and talking, sharing and holding hands. And then got up and began to walk towards the square, through the basilica, and so forth. And he realized that this happiness is what the youth of the next time frame must go through. Unless they understand that happiness, then there will not be a world of peace. There will not be a world of joy, but only a world of self-destruction and hatred. And he wanted to bring that out. And, and, you know, in his opening address with the council, he emphasized this. This council is for the young, the future. 
we are building a happiness of God for them. In other words, we have lived our lives, the elderly, and we find that happiness now as we're growing old. And we want that inner peace with God in our final years. And so we make that peace with Jesus, knowing that, okay, Lord, I want that eternal happiness with you. And whatever wrong I might have done, let me make that right. But now I want to make it right by giving to the youth a chance to be happy with you, to build on that faith, on that principle of trust and hope. And I think Blessed John the Twenty-Third wanted that expression to carry on to generation after generation after generation. And I believe Pope Francis is doing that by giving us the example of that happiness and freedom that God wants us to truly be in that realm with Him. You know, you use the word freedom, Father, and today a lot of people think freedom is the ability to do whatever it is I choose. Mm -hmm. And I've learned as I've gotten older that freedom is knowing what's right and then having the freedom and the ability to choose to do what is right. But we can also choose to do what's wrong this is true. at the same time. So question 287 uh, asks, doesn't freedom consist of being able to choose evil as well? Evil is only apparently worth striving for and deciding in favor of evil makes us free. In other words, I know something is wrong, and if I do it, I'm doing evil. So I could choose either to do that or to choose good. Example, Sunday morning, it's cold out. I'm comfortable in bed. I know that if I miss Mass, it's a mortal sin. But I decide to stay in bed and not go to Mass. So I have chosen evil over the good. So I have committed a sin, mortal sin. I did not keep holy the Sabbath day. Or, for example, another example would be I'm at work and I see this nice iPad and there's all over the place these iPads on the employees' desks and so forth. They're everywhere. The boss isn't going to miss one. So I take it. I have chosen to steal, to do evil. I know that that iPad belongs to someone. It belongs to my boss who bought it for the employees. And so I say, well, he's not going to miss one. He's got you know millions of dollars in this corporation. They could easily go out and buy a new one. So I take it. So I have chosen to do wrong. To do evil, instead of saying, no, that belongs to the company. If I want one, I will go buy my own. So we make choices, and you're so correct in that. And, you know, the simple way uh, the nuns used to tell us was, if, you know, you see something that is good, and you see something that is bad, the devil's going to tempt you. But say a prayer to your guardian angel, and he'll lead you to the good. So question 
288 asks, is man responsible for everything that he does? Man is responsible for everything he does. No one can be held fully responsible for something he did not understand. In other words, say, for example, a person who does not truly understand what we're trying to tell them, a mentally impaired person, a a child who doesn't understand right from wrong yet, and they do something bad, and the mother or father corrects them. They learn from that correction. Okay, Johnny went over to turn the stove on. Okay, Johnny, you shouldn't do that. That's hot. You don't do that. So mother turns it off and tells him, you don't play near there. So he learns that, okay, that is bad. And mother's telling me now, if I touch that, I'll get burned. So we have to really understand the difference between good and evil. And this is spelled out for us so beautifully in the Ten Commandments once again. Again, and that's how we get a well-formed conscience so we can be responsible for what we do so we know what's right and what's wrong. That is correct. Okay, well said, Father. You've been listening to Father Nicholas Mancini as we go through the UCAT, the Youth Catechism of the Catholic Church, and we've been talking about our happiness. This has been Tim Perry for Faith with Father. Until next time, reminding you, God loves you more than you can even imagine. Bye for now. This has been Faith with Father, a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. For an audio archive of this program, log on to livingbreadradio.com and click on Faith with Father. If you have a question or comment about today's program, email us at askfather at livingbreadradio.com. And join us again next time for another edition of Faith with Father.